Journey to Truth podcast is brought to you by Omnia Radiation Balancer. Omnia Radiation Balancer is a device that protects against the microwave radiation that we're bombarded with every day uh, from the cell phone towers, Wi-Fi routers, smart meters, all of it. Uh, Tim Sanders, who we've had on a previous podcast, has developed a solution that negates the threat to our vibrational body from these microwaves. Uh, it's a patch that you apply to any radiating device, such as a phone, laptop, uh, like I said, smart meter, microwave, Wi-Fi routers, all of it. And it's proven to reduce DNA damage, uh, reduce stress, headaches, anxiety. It helps improve blood circulation, immune system function, energy levels, sleep quality. Uh, there's a, a whole laundry list of stuff it does. Uh, for more information and to purchase one of these patches, click the link below at omniaradiationbalancer.com. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. Thanks for watching. Boom. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Hey, you're listening to Journey to Truth podcast. Tonight we have on holistic pharmacist Lori Wise, aka the Wise Pharmacist, which is also the name of her YouTube channel, which you guys can all follow her on. Um, she is a veteran pharmacist. And she was recent, she has a very interesting story. So she was recently fired from her job for speaking against vaccines. And we're gonna turn it over to her and let her tell us more about that because people need to know that this kind of stuff is happening out there uh, and it's a real problem. Yep, it, it's, it is. And you know, I, um, I was working for, it was called Medication Therapy Management. I won't give the name of the company, but um, I'd been working there for a little over a year and never had never been written up, never been reprimanded, except for one teeny reprimand I did get. And this is where I think I got on the radar as far as vaccines uh, when, it, when it came to be flu season. And I was working on staff with like 20 other pharmacists. It was a, a job where I'm on the phone all day, literally with people all over the US. Um, pretty sick people. It's nothing now in this day and age for our seniors, people over 40 really, to be on like six, eight, 10, 15, 20 medications. I mean, that is literally what's considered normal. And we all know it's not normal. It Just because uh, something's common doesn't mean it's normal, right? But it's just so widely accepted now. And so I'm on the phone with these people and I had, um, I was supervising 25 interns, pharmacy interns and flu season comes around and I felt like I cannot just be quiet and not warn these really children that are in their twenties, right? They're the age of my kids. My kids are in their twenties. Um, about the flu shot. And so I wrote this email that I sent out to the whole staff uh, just about using critical thinking skills, really. It wasn't like, do it, don't do it. It was just more like information. Do you know what's in the flu shot? Do you know what's being injected? Do you know what the statistics are as far as how the flu keeps getting worse and worse every year? We're not getting more well. We're getting more sick as a society. And um, so I got called on the carpet for that in the nicest possible way. It was called a positive coaching thing. And, um, but I, I think at that point, I really put myself on the, uh, the radar. And um, I, in my phone calls to my patients, 
a lot of times I would come on, uh, you know, on the phone with patients who were really seeking to get off some of their prescription drugs. They were, you know, the prices of the prescription drugs were insane. They're just tired of popping pills. They don't feel good. And so as my conversations with them would ensue, they would say, is there anything that you can do to help me get off some of these medications? And so there was a book that I was recommending called How Not to Die. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. <laughs> no. It's by, yeah, it's by an MD, you know, so I felt very comfortable because I'm recommending something by an MD as opposed to something homeopathic or acupuncture. And not that I'm against any of those things, but because we were, I was working for the insurance companies, you know, I needed to be recommending things that were, you know, allopathic or whatever. But anyway, this guy is, he's vegan and he teaches people how to reverse their disease, improve and reverse their disease. So I recommend this book. Well, they hired a new manager who was, you know, from a big chain who's totally into volume. And I mean, from day one that he came on board in the summer, I think it was June of 2019, it's kind of like he was lasered in on me, like nitpicking me, telling me you, you know, this is not client approved. And I'm going, well, why would the insurance company not approve of, of helping people get off their meds? Because one of our advertisements as a company was that we help reduce medication costs. Well, if you can help somebody improve or reverse their disease, that's less claims adjudicated through the pharmacy to the insurance company, yada, yada. So, but anyway, Ultimately, this, this book is why I was told I was fired. Um, I got called into an office one day and just, you know, you're, you're recommending uh, this book and it's non-client approved. And I literally sat there and said, so I'm being fired for helping people get well. It's bad for business. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's all it, it's about. With yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's, the thing was, I really don't think it was bad for business in the sense of, well, I believe I was helping the insurance companies, but yeah, as far as pharma, I was not helping pharma. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're threatening their profit margin. You know, they don't, they don't, that's all they are. They work on profit. They, we all know that it's not about curing the people. We say this all the time. It's sick care. It's not really healthcare. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They exactly. want they want you sick and they start working on that the moment you're born and yeah yeah and they don't stop yeah even before you're born when you think yeah. about the vaccines that women are getting you know with infants i mean with uh they're you know they're pregnant and they've never been tested so it yeah. really starts before you're born and then the day you're born you get the hep b and it just snowballs from there so what's some of the most like shocking information you've come across that you've discovered uh, via maybe ingredients that they're putting in this stuff, or even with the pharmaceutical drugs, uh, some of the side effects. I mean, there's so much I know you can tell us about. I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, well, in pharmacy school, and I graduated in 92 and um, started practicing in 93, I, the, the one, one of the things I was majorly struck by was that we were not curing people. Um, you know, it, when I graduated, Prozac was fairly new. Um, Lysinopril, that's a blood pressure medicine that works in the kidney. 
uh, the proton pump inhibitors like omeprazole and you know you're learning about how the body works and you're just like oh my gosh you know you realize what an amazing miracle our bodies even are and then you're learning about these drugs and how they work and how they tweak this and how they you know make make this stop or increase that and i'm sitting there going like okay i can see where all right say prozac for instance right out of the gate maybe somebody's depressed and so it helps them but what's going to happen long term and that's always been my issue when you alter something that the body does naturally you're going to come up with problems you know it's, it's the same with an automobile um it's you can't just say oh i'm going to increase that and, and and that's what i saw play out in my years in pharmacy i was mostly in retail i'm a third generation pharmacist um my grandfather was a pharmacist my father and two uncles are pharmacists so it's kind of in my blood if you will but as I saw that people weren't getting well, and then as the years progressed, that they couldn't eat, come off the drugs, they were having major health issues because of the drugs. They saw that the drugs, um, you know, made people worse. They needed more drugs in order to keep taking the drugs they're taking, and it's just the snowball. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then as I started researching vaccines, in realizing the ingredients because that's not something that we're taught in pharmacy school or me medical school doesn't teach it nursing school doesn't teach it it's like i think i thought like we were just it was a syringe full of antigens but i had no idea there was formaldehyde or what what the uh antigens were grown on or polysorbate 80 um Triton X, um, you know, they're using aborted fetal cells, canine kidney cells, monkey kidney cells. And when you, and aluminum, uh, mercury. Mercury, egg proteins, yeah. Yes, egg proteins. And, and that your body has no way to naturally detox. Because in pharmacy school, you, you learn that in about the first pass effect so in other words when you take a medication that medication has to be buffered in a way in a in a matrix that can um sustain uh the gut flora you know the hydrochloric acid in the stomach but when you inject something the bioavailability to the body is so much greater because it doesn't have to go through the gut, right? It doesn't have the natural detox. So when you think about the fact that you're injecting all this stuff into people and you realize what you're doing and you're like, how can anyone be, be well with this going on? Yeah, and they, and they can't, they can't. And they're not. Uh, and it's the cause for so many issues. Uh, people are getting sick all the time. I have, I have friends who, you know, their kids are sick every other week and they don't know why because, exactly. and they're just, and it's a real problem and it's a real problem and it actually hinders their whole lives. It does. It alters their whole lives. And that was another kind of really weird thing for me. I'm the mother of two children that were born 96 and 98. Uh, I graduated from pharmacy school in 92 and my mother he was very much a forerunner when it came to nutrition and just critical thinking and the whole bit. Um, she had given me cassette tapes before my first child was born, my daughter, from a naturopathic doctor 
who talked about letting the body heal itself and the foods you needed to be feeding kids and breastfeeding and how you know important that was for a baby and but he also talked about vaccines not in this he didn't go over i don't remember ingredients but it had to do with the facts that, that vaccines really did not eradicate the diseases that they claimed that they eradicate and um I remember listening to all this and I ended up not vaccinating my kids. And so as a, my kids never had ear infections, they never had allergies. Like looking back, my life was such a walk in the park. But back then, it, it just, nobody was asking about it. I homeschooled, I'm in Florida, we have religious exemptions. I mean, it just wasn't a big deal. Nobody ever said, what do you mean you didn't vaccinate? Like it never came up. Sure. And now that we've got all this turmoil going on, you know, really because the pharmaceutical industry is to a point that they are threatened, um, you know, it's it now, and now it's this huge deal. And I look at what parents are going through and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I just can't imagine. I can't I can't for a minute imagine. And I'm so grateful because I feel like I dodged a bullet and it was totally on a fluke, if, if you will. Sure. And well, and people are standing up though, because the whole thing in New York that they were trying to make mandatory vaccines, and I don't know how New how Jersey, many, New Jersey, I don't or know what? how many people stood up and signed a petition against it, and actually, or it was first New York, and then there was the New Jersey one, yeah, recently, yeah. But they won, they won the the case, the lawsuit. There was a, a you know a lawsuit filed, and they won. And mm -hmm. so people are staying up and there is something you can do about it, but it has to happen in numbers and people need to be aware, first of all. Exactly. And, and unfortunately, I know a lot of nurses personally who are totally pro-vax. And if you say anything to them at all about it, they get triggered and they start laying into you mm -hmm. like you're trying to kill everybody. And yeah. it's really sad because you know, you're trying to tell them as a friend and uh, it's just, you know, they learned it in school, so it's right. Right, exactly. And, and, you know, doctors are really, really bad about that, too. I had an ongoing discussion with a doctor this past summer that I actually met at a 4th of July party. And it was just amazing how his mind was so, and, and this is my thing, too, as a healthcare professional. When you start discounting people's stories of pain, like a mother says, um, you know, this happened to my child after vaccination or even after taking a drug, whatever it might be. And you say, oh, they're crazy or they're, you know, they're too emotional. I mean, it, I mean, that is to me the worst for that person to even call themselves a healthcare professional is almost, it's in, it's insanity. It's, it, that's not a healthcare professional is about caring and loving and listening and being focused on that patient and their reality. And that's, you know, in the years I was in retail pharmacy, like, you know, we come out of school and we're taught, oh, well, that horrible reaction only happened in 2% of the people or 1%. Well, how many was that? I mean, if you got thou, you know, 35,000 people in a study, 2% a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, as my years went by and that patient of mine that I was bonded to, that I was connected to, you know, went into kidney failure after being on a blood pressure medicine that worked in the kidney or almost died from a flu shot I gave them or whatever. I mean, that's a real game changer. And then suddenly you start 
like dispensing these medications and you're looking at the bad side and going, oh, and Mrs. Smith, I just want to be sure and warn you about this down here and make sure you want to be on this medication. And, and it's just, a, it really changes the whole dynamics of how you practice as a healthcare professional when yeah. you realize the harm. Because when you come out of pharmacy school, it's all kind of, oh, not a big deal, just 2%, not to worry, you know, kind of like the whole Vioxx debacle. Yeah, and, and, and another problem that people or patients are seeing with their doctors is like verbal aggression uh, when you deny the vaccines. And I was doing some reading, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and please, anybody listening, comment below if these numbers are wrong, because I don't know, maybe you might know, but Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, offers a $40,000 bonus for their doctors if they vaccinate, um, if they fully vaccinate 100 patients under the age of two. And that gets doubled to $80,000 if they, if, it, if they get to 200 patients. But there's yeah. a catch. But there's a catch. Uh, they, have, they only get that bonus if 63% of the patients across the board, at least 63% of the patients get vaccinated. So if, 60, if that 63% isn't met, no one gets a bonus. So now they're sitting there trying to tell this mother to vaccinate their child and they're saying no and that you know they're this could mean forty thousand dollars for the doctor exactly so, and and that is in the back of his head you know so he's going to push it no matter what it's going to do to the person exactly yeah then that's similar to the numbers i've seen i haven't looked at those numbers recently but just the fact that there's an incentive for vaccinating and it has nothing to do with that individual or giving informed consent. You know, and honestly, if any parent were to look at, you know, just say measles, for instance, the, what comes with the measles, you know, a rash, fever, in rare cases, encephalitis, very rare. And, and then you look at the MMR vaccine and all the horrific side effects. I mean, it's like this long. What parent it, with informed consent wouldn't go, you know what, mm, we were at one in 100,000 in mortality before the vaccine here in the US, so I think I'm just gonna go with the measles and that lifelong immunity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But they're not given a fair shake. It's, it, it's just, it's money. You know? I think I just read it, it's officially been, uh, I don't know, announced, but it's, it's official now that more people have died from the polio vaccine than polio yeah. itself. I, I don't. I don't know if the I've I've seen that in multiple places. Yeah, yeah. and and MMR too. MMR for and, sure. Yeah. And then now they just FDA just approved an, an Ebola vaccine. And now what? What do you think? What do you, what happened? Oh, yeah. Ebola's back. An Ebola <laughs> what outbreak. A coincidence. An Ebola outbreak. Yeah. Yeah, in Congo. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's insane. And it it's literally a weapon now it, it just for them to make it's a money. bio weapon essentially yeah. it's it, yeah yeah it's so you're right and you know when i was working as a pharmacist where i was even awake to the whole vaccine thing because here's the thing since i didn't vaccinate my kids i was not aware of what going was going on with the schedule for children until uh 2018 february i was seeing all these flu deaths from kids and then I, as I'm reading the articles, I can tell they gave them Tamiflu because it would say, you know, and the child had a nosebleed. Well, you don't have a nosebleed from the flu. 
but no. that's one of the side effects, of, one of the horrible side effects of Tamiflu. So I stood up and made a video about that. And that's where I really got launched into learning about vaccines because I acquired like a huge following on Facebook once they realized that, you know, a healthcare professional that's awake. And then I really looked at the childhood vaccine schedule and I was like, are you kidding me? And when you start doing the research about the incidence of death from these diseases that we're vaccinating for, Hib, you know, the menococcal vaccine, the, the pneumococcal vaccines, pertussis, uh, like the infant mortality is so freaking low. How are we justifying vaccinating all these people with these vaccines that have these horrific side effects and then of course the aluminum which is in so many of them and is obviously a neurotoxin and getting passed to the brain because what else is the explanation for all the neurological issues that children have i mean well and like you said the long-term effects too uh aluminum is the cause of alzheimer's yes exactly yeah and there's there's just no good way to spin injecting aluminum into your bloodstream like i don't understand how anyone can possibly defend that or think that there's nothing wrong with that exactly <laughs> or, or any of the other stuff really that's it but like aluminum mercury it's like and you see these like these people that get so angry at anti-vaxxers and we're like we're the dangerous ones and stuff and we're we're literally the ones just saying, hey, there we're throwing there's red flags left and right with vaccines, and we're just saying we're concerned, and we're asking questions, and we're we want some accountability here and some real science to back up, and we're getting none of that, and all we're getting is Censored. ridicule, censorship, hate, and uh, telling us we're terrible people, and that's right. it. there's nothing substantial to like. There's, there's not, there's not even, they're not starting a dialogue and saying, okay, let's talk about this. Let's, we'll present our information to back. It's like, they'll put up some like BS um, numbers that when you look at, into it, they're all, they're skewed. all skewed yeah. and like, or made up completely. And yeah. there's really no real safety test on, there's no real science. Double blind and no double blind. Uh, but when you try to point all this yeah. stuff out, you're a conspiracy theorist and you're just a crazy person. You're whatever. You just get called names and then that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> it's like, it's so frustrating. Yes. Yes. I know. I had that yesterday. I had two trolls. I don't know what I did to attract them, but one of them was accusing me of not, of lying about being a pharmacist, which I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, I, here's the thing. I'm not giving out my information. I'm not giving out my license number. I'm not, you know, if you don't, if you don't believe me, I really don't care. I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah. Um, but then it, he was talking about the difference between compounds and elements and that I didn't know the periodic table and I'm going, <laughs> what does that have yeah. to do with mercury and vaccines, you know? That's it a, was cla the that's a classic thing. one. They try to make you look like a stupid person and they like, Right. And the thing is, I have enough of a following now, like the people that follow me, they know that I am fighting for them and they know I've lost one job over them. And then I've not them, but because I'm going to, I'm going to be on the, the, the firing line. 
Yeah. You know, I've made that decision. I'm taking a stand. I'm not putting up with the BS. I'm not watching the children be slaughtered. I'm going to do everything I can. And they know that. And so when you get some lunatic that, and then he started telling me how he was, uh, I, I don't remember all the accolades he claimed he had behind his name, but I said, well, you know, yeah. you're just a sad reality that it's, some people are so smart, they're stupid. So it's all ego. That's all it is. Well, yeah. It's, it's all just exactly. their ego so attached to that, that they think they're they They can't possibly imagine they're wrong. So they don't ever even yeah. try to look into that. You know, that's mm -hmm. all it is. Yeah. We, and we run into it every day doing this all, with the all podcast. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. On the internet, it's so easy to, you know, for people to attack too. So you just get it so much on the internet, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> you do. And if you're not willing to take the heat, I guess get out of the kitchen. But um, yeah, I'm <laughs> it just doesn't make it any better. But it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting paid a lot of money here to stand up and talk about vaccines. You know. Yeah. Then I got another job um, working from home for a medication therapy management company, and then they canned me before I even got done with the training. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you know what? I can wait tables. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not below that. Like, I'm, you know, I, I'm actually in the process of building my own business where I do independent um, medication therapy management and really work with people that want to get off medication because there are so many out there and they just, they, they just need somebody to show them the way. It's like they're sitting in a dark room and they just need somebody to turn on the light and go here, go this way. And that's what I was doing in my job, you know, that I got fired for the book. Um, but that's my passion. It's yeah. And I know so many, I have family members who are on medications and too many, if you ask me. And, and I see the mentality is that as soon as something happens, as soon as they get sick, I need to see my doctor. I need to get this pill. I need to get this pill. And when you don't understand the alternatives, you, you think you need those pills. You think that's the only way. And that's a real problem. And obviously that's what you're fighting for, but it's sad because, uh, when you is there any test that's done that shows what all these pills do when they're taking it together you know no and and then even if they are warned by your doctor don't take this with this you think people listen to that or don't take this with alcohol some people take it with alcohol on purpose you know yes yeah oh, i know and i was reading um one thing i've done is i've linkedin i don't know if you guys are on linkedin at all I, i've been on there for years but i've never really done anything with it and it was actually rachel that opened my eyes to what a powerful tool that was because you can post videos and that kind of stuff so i just started connecting with people like there was no tomorrow and i started posting videos just educating healthcare providers um my videos considering i've just been on there for not very long a little over a month have really done pretty well for i think because my thing is even if i educate five other pharmacists and they just start to think like wow i never really knew that was in vaccines i never really knew because that's what was happening at work i think that was another reason they came because they could see like the students and other pharmacists were starting to go she might be on to something here like we never knew that the stuff was in these syringes you know, even though we weren't vaccinating ourselves. So, you know, one of my pharmacist friends had said, had she totally altered the way she talked to patients about the flu shot before she was recommending it. And she kind of went to, 
So how do you feel about the flu shot? Which, you know, it wasn't a big deal, but at least she was starting to question. Mm -hmm. um, because that to me is a big thing that needs to happen is that healthcare professionals need to start really understanding what we're injecting into people. And if, if you decide that that's a good thing, I mean, that's your choice. You're, you're your own person. You do what you feel is right. But the reality is, is we don't know because we're not taught this in school. We're just taught, do it. Here's the guidelines and that's it. Yeah. And, and the red flags are everywhere. You know, we know like the, the head of the CDC, if it was in 2009 or something, whenever it was, was made the head of vaccines at Merck. Yeah. Right. And somebody. And then, so the person who's in the head of vaccines, that person, they, they're the one who decides whether this vaccine should be granted or not or whatever. And, and, and essentially when it comes down to it, they are in charge of the health of all of our children. Yeah. So how do you put, you know, that person technically should be more powerful, has more power than the president, you know? So, exactly. so, so, so it's so funny because the, CD, the CDC is what's used to back up the safety and effectiveness of vaccines. Like, oh, look at the CDC's data. Oh, the CDC says this when they're literally just like a vaccine company because yeah, they own uh, all the, the head of the CDC was the head of Merck before and they're they're literally tied to each other so yeah. so the cdc yeah. needs the vaccines to be pushed no matter what no matter if they're safe or not or healthy or effective or not um and they will skew any data to make because they're not going to put out any real data or science that makes them show what they're really doing and what's really happening of course they're not going to do that why why would they <laughs> Exactly. It's like, it just takes a little bit of critical thinking. That's literally all it takes. Yeah, like a smidge. Come on. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, and it's so obvious. And when you realize, when you, when you put all this together in a nutshell, there's no other way to look at it besides this is corruption. It's, cor yeah. it's corruption. It, it is totally corrupt. And I, yeah. I, I like what you said the other night when I was talking to you about you used a water analogy this the truth is coming out people are going to find out and it's like water it's going to find a way no matter what kind of censorship they put up no matter what kind of laws they push it's going to get around it it's going to find a way and people are eventually going to know it's just right now we have to fight for it exactly so you know that's why i'm doing the linkedin thing i'm continuing to make videos just just really whatever is put on my heart. Sometimes it's based on a story that I see or, or whatever, but just having that voice and saying, and I don't care if Facebook is censoring me. I don't care. The truth is coming out and I'm not going to sit by and be like, well, I just gave up because it was too hard or, you know, I got fired or whatever. I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, yeah. I, I, I've got to stand up and, and I just have, um, my baby, my, my daughter had my, my first grandbaby, um, December the 10th. And I mean, praise God, you know, my daughter's unvaxxed and she refused to have B and vitamin K and the eye ointment for the baby. It's, a, it's kind of a long story, but I mean, you guys, we were ended up being held hostage in the hospital for seven days. And the doctor that we had, she was a Nazi. They ended up treating this infant just 
oh, well, we think she might have pneumonia, or we'll think she might have meningitis, and we need to do a spinal tap, and we were just like, no, no, no. And I was so proud of my daughter. She ended up in the NICU with this infant. Because um, what happened, she inhaled amniotic fluid and a little bit of blood when she was delivered. So she had some congestion in her right lung. Uh, so she had a little bit of a breathing problem. She needed a little bit of oxygen. But they took it. They started treating her for pneumonia. They started treating for meningitis. I mean, and, and they wanted to get so invasive with this infant. And I literally, every night I'm coming home, just praying a hedge of protection around this child because I'm not sure if you're aware, but U.S. is like number one out of 20 developed countries for infant mortality. We yep. are horrible. It's terrible. Yeah. And so anyway, my daughter just, she stayed with that baby every single night. She would, she would not leave that child's side. And I mean, I think the doctor finally gave up. It was like, uh, and, but the nurses, this is what was so interesting. The nurses were in my daughter's corner and toward the end of her stay, the, they were like, you're one of the smart parents. We've been following your story. You know, we're so proud of you for, because she would not back down when it came to vitamin K in anything. We weren't doing anything invasive. And so the kid ended up on antibiotics for seven days which drove me insane, but still, um, and, and, and she's been fine ever since she got home. She's, she's good, but it was just another example of how horrible our healthcare system is, horrible. And, yeah. and who knows what would have happened, who knows what would have happened if they, if they were the push, or if, if you didn't stop them from doing any of that stuff, it's sad. Yeah, to I told the doctor, you know, I sat down with the doctor. She's like, well, you know, if, if we're going to find out if she has meningitis, we need to do a spinal tap. I'm like, where would she have gotten what? meningitis? Where would she have gotten meningitis? My daughter had a completely uncomplicated pregnancy. Well, you know, we can't rule it out. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we're going to do a spinal tap because we can't. And, and, oh, and, I'm, and he's like, why are you against a spinal tap? I said, because it's invasive. Well, I've never had, and I'm, I'm, but we stood our ground, you know. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Good, good for her, and yes. congratulations too. Yes, thank you. Beautiful baby girl. So honestly, so happy. But it was just getting her out of the hospital. Was yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just bring a spiritual aspect into this. I, uh, I saw a Reiki healer the other night. I was telling you about this. I saw, right. a Reiki, I saw a Reiki healer who I didn't know. First time I ever met her. Uh, I've seen, uh, I've been seeing a certain healer for a while. I was going to somebody new and it's almost like a psychic reading at the time. They get like messages and stuff immediately when she touched me, she's like, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing injections. I'm seeing a needle. I'm seeing some type of fluid and whatever it is, is not compatible with your body and your body wants it out. And I'm like, I'm like laying there like, uh, no, I don't think so. And I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain. She's like, are you sure you can nothing? And she goes, because I'm seeing a clear vision of this. And I said, oh, you know what? I've been having a lot of dental work done and, and they've been giving me Novocaine shots. And for me, it takes more than a typical one shot for, to numb me up. My body does, rejects it anyway. I don't, it doesn't work. So they have to give me like three shots, sometimes five shots just to numb me up enough to do the work. And she, when, as soon as I said that, she was like, yes, that's it. And she actually worked on that session, removing the energy of that Novocaine, whatever was in there, uh, pulling that energetically, pulling it out of my body. But what's interesting is 
she picked up on that without not knowing anything. That's amazing. And it was only a week. It had only been like a week or two ago whenever it happened, when I had the shots in my mouth and she, it was still there. She was like, yeah, she goes, it is not compatible with your body. She, and she went on telling me, she was like, no foreign, no foreign ingredients, anything, your body, it, we're not meant to have anything injected. In it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing. Not and to it, mention all the insane stuff that's in vaccines. Yeah. It's, it's there's just I, read an insert and like, who is it? Somebody recently called the uh, like poison control and like read off the list of stuff that's <laughs> in the answers. They're like, what would you do if I gave my child and they just like started naming everything and they're like, oh my God, like, <laughs> yeah. And they and that was their reaction basically. Sure. And they're like, oh yeah, I just read a list of vaccine insert. Yeah. <laughs> I have vaccine ingredients. Oh my but God. But this is okay God to inject our children apparently. Yeah. It's totally safe. Yeah. Exactly. Like, come on, people just And if, and it, and another thing, we're not taught we're not taught how to heal our bodies correctly, naturally. No. Uh, and Mother Earth actually provides all of that for us. And and just from some research I've done for, I've done, typically within fifty miles of every person around us, Mother Earth provides everything we need to cure ourselves, to heal ourselves and make and be healthy humans. But we're not taught, we don't know how to go into the woods and harvest this stuff and utilize it and what's poison and what's not. That should be what they're teaching in school. That, that, is, that is more important than anything. Because exactly. if, if shit does hit the fan, the whole system goes down uh, and the people who are relying on these medicines, they're going down with it. But if we, if we can just educate ourselves on how to go harvest a specific mushroom or this plant does this or whatever, uh, it could go a long way and we can pass that information on just like the Native Americans used to do, it, mm. you know, it, it, and it can grow your own food. We can yeah. thrive. Exactly. And so much of it really is just basically good nutrition. You know, this is where my mother really taught me um, you know, she got into juicing and, and raw foods and just, um, she got connected with people that were really into that teaching us how to live, to, to thrive and not just survive, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And whenever even you put a prescription drug in your body, it, it alters what your body does naturally. So it's, it's a foreign invader. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're just horrible. I used to tell people when I was in retail, I would be like, um, yeah, I went to pharmacy school. I know how this crap works in my body and I don't want any part of it. And even, you know, as a grandmother, I'm on zero prescription drugs. You know, if God forbid, if I was in a car accident or something horrible happened, I mean, the U S is the place to be for emergency medicine, but man, when it comes to curing people, it's, there's no such thing western medicine there are no cures no yeah exactly and it's it's the saddest thing it's a sad it's sad to think of that yeah. because uh and if you want to get a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole <laughs> conspiracy realm uh why are holistic uh doctors dying mysteriously left and right yeah Not, like and if they're not dying they're at least being suppressed and and censored yeah, exactly. so it's like they're they're presenting the information that will like 
cure people of all these diseases and like get people to be healthy and, and their body operating how it should be operating yeah. in a healthy state. Um, but that's, that's, that information is so dangerous to the system we have. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like this death system. It's like this, it's, it's made to literally keep everyone sick and basically dying and then keep you dependent on these pills and these medicines and, and right, the whole exactly. healthcare system. It's, your blood pressure is only going to be normal as long as you're popping the pill mm-hmm. or your depression is only going to feel alleviated, assuming you don't commit suicide on the medicine or some other crazy thing because it is mind altering. You know, and even even gun control. Yeah. I was talking to somebody today and I was like, listen, isn't it crazy that guns have been around for how many thousands upon thousands of years? And it's only in the last, what, since the 80s that these shootings have just started to go through the roof. Skyrocket, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not it's not that guns change, it's that somehow the people change. So what happened to the people? Mm-hmm. Some form of uh, mind control. <laughs> yeah. Or out of control. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. And I, I was also, I, I can honestly say, I've been encouraged since I've been pursuing LinkedIn because I realized there are a lot of pharmacists out there that are asking questions and they're starting to realize that there's something wrong. And I, I haven't figured out how the algorithm on LinkedIn works like, cause it has me connected to all kinds of people. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that are speaking out and they're sharing, you know, what's being shared on Facebook. And it's very cool because at this point, as near as I can tell, LinkedIn is completely uncensored. It's fertile ground, which is very cool. Um, but a lot of pharmacists are getting into integrative type medicine where you're pulling in homeopathy and, acupuncture and they're because they're realizing the system isn't curing anybody um so that's that on one hand is uh, encouraging you know mm-hmm. people are people are going to be heading over to places like linkedin they're going to find we're going to find av- different avenues to take if they're going to block us if they're going to censor us you know i know you have your your youtube channel that you uh present all this type of information and you keep your videos very short and to the point which is great because people have a short attention span. And uh, I know your channel's fairly new, but uh, those, these types of channels should be doing way better than they are because you're getting suppressed, whether you like it or not, you know. Uh, there's ways, you know, we're on, we're on Twitter and there is somebody sent me a website that you can go and find out if you're shadow banned. And it, there's a list of check boxes that tells you certain things they ban. And they, we've only, we haven't had Twitter that long and every box was checked for us. Wow. And and they just clearly say, yes, this channel exists, blah, blah, blah. These are the things that they're banned for. And it's everything. There isn't one that's unchecked. And I know we, we would put something up and nothing, we wouldn't get any likes. We wouldn't get any retweets. Yeah, we don't. And it's just, it's funny because (laughs) it's, it's, it's like, all right, we have, we don't have that many followers, but we're getting like no likes and retweets. Yeah, like one. <laughs> right. And it's like yeah. something's not right here, and then there was the proof right there. Yeah. But I think it's amazing what you're doing with your channel. And, yes. And uh, well, thank you. And I'll, I haven't checked out LinkedIn. I'm not even really familiar with how it all works, but uh, 
So that's another. It's kind of worth getting on, guys. I would say, um, I you know, if you were on there, I would definitely promote because I've got like over fifteen hundred followers now, and nice. I just think the more, and I, I literally acquired that. Like I think I maybe had seventy followers in you know the beginning of November. Um, it's it's a wow. it's a cool platform. I've been very impressed about as I've explored it. But the cool thing is, you're really dealing a lot with healthcare professionals, and that's why my videos are more geared toward like my last video that I made. I was just going over statistics because most healthcare professionals have no clue how bad America sucks. And I'm <laughs> out there. You know, they that's have. They can we have, quote that for the? That's gonna episode. be. That's gonna be. <laughs> uh, on our. I'm gonna our make promo. a T-shirt that says that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we really <laughs> do. Because, you know, we we go to work and we're in our little fishbowl of whatever we do, and then you leave work and you're so stressed because the healthcare industry really is horrible to its workers now. I don't care whether you're a nurse, pharmacist you know, doctor, we're spread so thin because it's all about profit. And then we come home and we're, you know, just spent. I know the 10, 12 years I was a pharmacy manager, um, the grocery store pharmacy down the street. Like I just, you know, I was tunnel vision, dude. I was raising kids and going to work and I had no clue what was going on on the outside. And so that's part of the awareness that I've wanted to say is look how horrible America is in all these arenas. 54% of children have a chronic, you know, illness. Uh, one thirty-six is autistic. One, you know, asthma. It's so funny. If you just Google asthma in kids, literally the, the literature from um, peer reviewed stuff is we don't know. We don't know why all these kids have asthma. We just don't get it, you know? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. Because it just never was like this. I'm old enough that in the, in the early 80s, when I started working in a, my grandfather's pharmacy, you never, you, there was no uh, Ritalin going out the door. You know, you didn't have kids. They were maybe on an antibiotic and a cough syrup. That was it. Unless you had some child that was horribly sick, and that was one in a gazillion, really. And now antibiotics, asthma medications, you know, ADD meds, ADHD, it's just autoimmune disorders. The kids are so sick. But most healthcare professionals really don't get it unless they're working in the arena of pediatrics. And what are your thoughts on the, how, how this all ties into all these autistic children? I know that's a big, that's a big issue. And you kind of just answered it. But I, I mean, to me, it's directly tied to these vaccines. Well, here's the thing. When you inject aluminum and neurotoxins, mercury, God knows what the formaldehyde's doing. I mean, formaldehyde is carcinogenic. Um, if you just go to the data safety sheet on the CDC website about formaldehyde, it talks about ingesting. It talks about inhaling. It doesn't say a dang thing about injecting, you know, as if, well, yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's like... How? Yeah. And so, <laughs> but, you know, when you look at vaccines and the neurological issues that they cause, and it's all right there in the package insert, seizures, encephalitis, um, you know, I don't even, I mean, the list of, of side effects is so insane. How, how can you not say 
like, do they directly cause autism? Well, if, if a child is, has encephalitis, brain swelling and seizures and neurological damage, isn't that really what autism is? It's like mm -hmm. brain damage? Honestly, I go, how could anybody not believe that vaccines when you really see what's in them? It's, well, most people are uneducated and that's the problem. And, and thank you for doing what you're doing because you're, you're helping people to become aware. But unfortunately, we're battling with the propaganda from the other side. And a lot of people have already heard all that. And some people are adamant that that's the truth and they will fight against you. So really, it's like the people that aren't sold on that, but are still open, you know, to, <laughs> I yeah. don't know if they're good or, you know, or not. Um, those are the people that you can, we can really reach and wake up and, yeah. you know, once a critical mass of people wakes up to it, the whole system's gonna, gonna collapse in my opinion. So yeah, keep absolutely. going. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, and it's like not a, not a day goes by and I'm on so many Facebook groups now, I can't even count that I don't vaccine injury related ones that I don't see either another child dead or damaged, hospitalized, life-threatening injuries from the vaccine. It's so heartbreaking to see, yeah. It's so sad. It is. But, you know, you got to think about all the vaccines that are given every day in America to all these children and it's just a matter of time, like you just said, the scales are going to tip. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's going to flip. Um, and yeah, absolutely. You know, my heart breaks for the parents that have to lose children in the meantime. Yeah. Really well, you just what you just touched on a minute ago about the the side effects, like the the crazy amount of side effects. It just made me think about those infomercials. You know, they have to hire a speed talker to, 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 you know, list them all in like, in like 20 seconds, because there's like 120 seconds. You can't, you know, yeah, <laughs> they don't have enough commercial time to list all the side and, effects. And they don't want that, you know, they're like, if we're going to shorten any part of this, it's going to be the side effects, of course. Yeah. Just speed right. through. Yeah, get it on there so we can say we said it. While the mom say is like a million miles an hour. So while the mom really is here. pushing her kid on a swing in a playground and they're just living the happiest life ever. Yeah. It's funny. It, yeah. It, when did you start becoming suspicious? Like during school and when you graduated, like or way after or not so probably not during school, but at what point did you start becoming suspicious? Well, I mean, I was always concerned in school because there was, nobody was getting well. And when I went on rotations, I had to do, um, the, it was a psych hospital in San Antonio, the state psychiatric hospital. Oh my God, that was an education. And uh, my heart just broke for the people that, I mean, they were legitimately crazy, but all they're doing is putting them on drugs and you know suppressing their symptoms. Nobody's ever leaving. So that broke my heart and that was, Honestly, I have questions if I had picked the right profession, but of course, by then it was too late. And, uh, but then when I graduated and I started working in retail, I, I, over the years, and I can't tell you when the light really hugely dawned, but just saw that the pharmaceutical industry, number one, it's, it's opportunistic. It plays on people's ignorance. Oh, yeah. And so what pharma does is they will, I call it reinventing the wheel. 
And it is so maddening to me, and this is how I know the FDA is all involved, you know, pharma, CDC, FDA, they're all, they're all one big conglomeration, yeah. uh, feeding off of each other and feeding off the profits. And, but the FDA would allow pharma to take an old drug and reformulate it in some form or fashion, uh, and then get a new patent. And that's where the money comes in, because now they've got a new drug, which is really an old drug that they've reformulated, they've tweaked it slightly, and they're charging an astronomical price. And so then these people would come in, and this, this is what infuriate me too with doctors, is that doctors would write for these drugs, which I'm sure they were getting incentives, knowing full well, oh, this drug's been out on the market for quite a while, but now, you know, it's been tweaked. And they would give like the patient a coupon card or something that says, you know, $25 copay. And the patient would come in. Then I'd have to order the drug, which is frustrating because I've already got the drug on my shelf. It's just in a little bit different formulation. And so I'd have to be that liaison that would say, listen, first of all, the coupon's not going to be $25. This drug's going to cost you whatever the astronomical amount of money was. And, and then the patient would get mad and we go through this whole thing. But I would say, listen, this, uh, this drug's actually been out for a really long time. And if I call your doctor and we can get him to change it, you know, it's going to be $5 or $10 or whatever their stupid little copay was, or even free if it was on my free list or whatever. And so then I became a hero to the patient because I just saved a buku's amount of money. Um, and usually the doctors would comply because the patient needed to be on the medication, whether it be the new improved or the old. Uh, and so that's where I realized like pharma does not have the people's backs, not by a long shot. So then when we started having to vaccinate, that was like in 2010, they started going, oh, you need to vaccinate and do the flu shot, and I had to get certified to immunize. I just from, I, I've, I've just always seen it as a hoax because I saw where if I can't trust you, I can't trust you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I can't trust them with, with medication, how am I gonna trust them with what they're saying about vaccines or the flu shot or any other thing? I've always seen the flu shot as a huge scam. I've never gotten a flu shot. When they told me, the pharmacy I was working for, you got to get a flu shot and you got to get the Hep B series. I said, you can kiss my butt. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, I ended up getting paperwork and refused it all. I, so, I'm so thankful I did. Uh, let me ask you this question really quick, just out of curiosity. Years ago, uh, I have done very few flu shots in my life, but I did get them when I was younger. And I went to get one and uh, the lady refused to give me a flu shot on the arm that I had my tattoo. And she said, you have to, she could, she had to do it. And I said, well, what if I had a sleeve on each arm? She's like, well, I don't know, but she would not, she would not give me a, a flu like? shot through my tattoo. Have you heard anything of the sort? I'm just curious. I, I, I was, you know, I haven't, I would have to research that. Um, I can honestly say I'd never, I can remember had that issue. I gave quite a few flu shots between 2010 and 2016, unfortunately. I don't remember ever hearing anything. Uh, yeah, it didn't make any sense to me, especially now knowing what I know, like how's, yeah. what's the difference? It's yeah, gonna get in my body one exactly. way or the other, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, that doesn't really make any sense. It sounds like she was just freaked out. Maybe. Uh, you were talking about um, the doctors introducing like a new medicine just to promote it, make more money, whatever. Or pharma. Yeah. My, um, my grandmother has cancer and, you know, she's going through chemo against my will. It, it's not up to me. My whole family thinks that's what's best for her. I can't say anything about it, but uh, and they're telling her that there's this new pill coming out. It's not out yet, but uh, she the the submitter file to see if she qualifies, and if it does, it, she might not have to go through a second round of chemo. But now the pill's not out yet, and she's getting to a point where she needs chemo. So now they're just going to put her on a second round of chemo. But it's just like, what kind of game? What does that mean? Like, oh, this pill's coming out, but it's not out yet, and you you have to qualify for it. Like. I don't know. It just seems so hokey. It is. And, you know, you you start to look, speaking of package inserts, at, at the cancer drugs. I was, this is back when I was working for the one company, but I was on the phone with this lady. I can't remember what the name of the drug was she was on. She almost died from the drug, not the cancer, but the drug. And I started, I pulled this drug up and I pulled up the drug information about it. And I'm reading all the side effects and I'm like, my God, how did this ever get approved? I mean, it's just, so I don't know, maybe, maybe your grandmother's lucky. I, what kind of cancer does she have? Or um, It's ovarian cancer, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bless but, her heart. Yeah. But either way, it's, uh, it's sad, you know, and, and it, even when she went through the first round of chemo, like they said, it, it, they said it was gone. They're like, oh, it's not, uh, we're not seeing uh, any signs of it, blah, blah, blah. But we're still going to keep going with the chemo just to make sure. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, and I'm telling, like, when I heard that, I was trying to tell my family, I'm like, no, that's it. Like, she doesn't need to keep doing this. And then no one ever explained to her, like, she should change her diet now. Okay. She should change her diet. Well, you know, she has a sweet tooth. She, she was just eating nothing but sugar. So she, she was feeding this cancer, and it ended up coming back. And, and nobody knows why. They can't believe it. I'm like, if you would listen to me, I get yeah. I get what people call the fluoride stare. You know, I try right. I try and tell them, and it's like silence. It's like their brain doesn't even process what I just said. That's if you don't change what gave you cancer in the first place, yeah. you're not going to really heal yourself. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, um, everyone, so many people just want this. Oh, just just fix me and keep fixing me with pills or with. Yeah, surgery. I don't want to change the way I live. But I'm gonna keep. Yeah, but yeah. so many they do not want to change the way they live. They're they're addicted to things. They're you know they don't want to change their diet, and it's like you're feeding disease and cancer. You're causing disease and you're feeding cancer and, and eating things that are giving they're carcinogenic and giving you cancer. Exactly. And of course, so many Americans, look at it, like you said, America, it's so much of what we're eating is Poison. laden with chemicals, GMO, so much sugar, processed everything, glyphosate and everything. It's like layer after layer after layer of things that are super unhealthy and all by design, carcinogenic yeah. and just terrible for you and like you don't need more medicine and more healthcare. You need to figure out what the root of cause of these things are and fix your exactly. your lifestyle and your habits and your eating habits. Yeah. And you'll solve all of it or almost all of it, guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. 
you know, and I'm a firm believer in homeopathy. Um, mm-hmm. Years ago, I had a, a horse and re- reverse cancer in that horse through homeopathy. It was amazing. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And that's when I knew, like, this was like back in 2005, six, something like that. That's what I knew, man. There's a big cover up going on here. You know, it's kind of been a, a journey for me, as I'm sure it has been for you all, too. But just right. as you see the alternative medicines that are actually about healing and not returning, like you don't have to keep going back for more. That That's where, you know, we, we just, America wants you to, to be sick because there's there's no money in wealth people. No, exactly. not at all. No, not at all. Hey, what, what kind of advice would you give to somebody uh, who's trying to get off, who's trying to wean themselves off of these drugs? Which, you know, people really want help, and I know that's what you do. But if they're listening, you know, is there any starting point that you could really recommend? Well, I mean, first you really have to look at what people are eating because the old you are what you eat. That's, that's a huge um, – I used to have asthma uh, I realized now I was vaccine damaged as a child, but I didn't know that for the longest time. But um, changing my eating habits, I used to have horrible allergies and just feeding my body what it needs. The, the organic foods, the fruits, the vegetables, you know, whole grains. I'm, I'm more vegan. Um, not that everybody has to be 100% plant-based to heal. I don't necessarily believe that. I just feel like Plant-based is more um, environmentally friendly, kinder to the earth, the you know the animals, all that. Um, but first, you got to look at what people are eating. That's the first thing. And if they're not willing to change that, frankly, not much is going to change. Um, but I, I work with them on that, and then it depends on what drugs they're trying to come off. I mean, so many things like high blood pressure, diabetes, type two, are improvable or even reversible with dietary changes. That's where this how not to die comes in. It was, it's a really, it's a New York times bestseller. And I liked it for patients in that it breaks everything down in a chapter to where it's like how not to die of heart disease, how not to die of lung disease. And then he gives you all these different diseases and then what you specifically need to eat in order to heal yourself. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not guru medicine. It's not anything really freaky that you can't buy just at the, uh, the average grocery store. Yeah. So exactly. You know, and then there's, there's detox protocols out there, which I'm actually in the process of learning more about. Um, but detoxing, but even just if you start juicing, juicing is a huge thing, uh, that you can do to help detox yourself and give yourself the nutrients that you need in order for your body to begin to heal and reverse disease. Yeah. And everybody, mm-hmm. everybody's going to be watching this. It's coming out Thursday night. Uh, they're going to be watching this right after Christmas and they're going to think about all the food they just ate. And be <laughs> like, oh, damn. I better start juicing. Yeah. <laughs> start the detail. But, you know, I just want people to know that there is hope and like where the medical community says, you know, Western medicine, there is no cure for COPD. There's no cure for asthma. You, you know, once you have these illnesses, you're going to have them the rest of your life. That is a lie from the pit of hell. It's an absolute lie. And so there is hope and there is ways to reverse disease. And it's just a matter of educating yourself and being willing to make the changes. 
-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And it's yeah, difficult. You don't have the most amazing life ever. It is very difficult, especially in the society we live in, and it's going to take sacrifices. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take discipline. It's it's not easy by any means, especially when you're when you're used to a certain diet. Uh, right. You have to, you have to fight those cravings. You know, I still even struggle with it. You know, I I I know all of this stuff, but occasionally, you know, I'll eat something I know I'm not supposed to be eating, and I immediately what's interesting is because now it's few and far between. I used to eat it all the time. Now that craving will come back, I'll eat something. Immediately my body feels the effects of it. And that's how I know it's poison. Exactly. And you know what isn't poison uh, just by the way you feel, you know. You should never get tired after you eat, hands down. Like, and, and that's what most meals do. When you, what happens when you leave a restaurant or whatever? You're tired. Uh, it's Exactly, but you know, you just said it. Tyler, you said the way you feel is what's guiding your decisions. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think at first initially that it is, it's, it's hard, but when that person starts to feel better and I know the phone calls that I had were few and far between, but I can remember talking to this man whose wife had had a stint put in, she and he lived in California and they were like in their seventies. <laughs> His wife, man, that was her wake-up call. She put their butts on a plant-based diet. She'd gone to some classes. He started telling me this over the phone. It was a really cool phone call and how he'd lost like 40 pounds and he could not believe how good the food was that she was cooking for them now. And he said, I will never go back to eating the way we were. This was a 70-year-old man. I mean, that just gives me, gave me so much hope that if people just start to see the light, they're going to keep moving towards the light, mm -hmm. you know, and th yeah. that's all you can do. I used to say, you can throw them a line, they got to reach out and grab it, but I'm, I'm here to help throw you the line anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I, I noticed that I, I'm just like naturally at a healthier weight than I was when I used to eat meat and all that crap without doing anything, but just changing, you know, you don't have to, it doesn't require all this stren strenuous exercise or just working yeah. out all the time. Uh, you really just, you can, you'd be a shocked at the results you get just from just energetically for one. That's why I, I, I did a whole, I, I tried to quit eating meat for a week and I had like my energy levels spiked because I, it wasn't a meal unless I had meat, you know? Right. And now I've just, I saw those results immediately. And that's what kept that's me going. Like you said, you see that light. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, congratulations to you. That's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, I'm not perfect, but it's definitely, uh, you have to make, take steps towards it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's excellent. All right. Well, uh, I'm not even sure how long we've been going right now, actually. Uh, I don't know what time we actually well, that's started. That's the. Yeah, but we didn't start the session. It's probably okay. like yeah. hour and 15. Maybe. Okay. Well, I guess we'll start wrapping it up then. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Uh, You're welcome. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Everybody needs to hear all this stuff. So keep, keep going on your channel. I'm definitely going to ch check out LinkedIn. Uh, anybody listening, go to the Wise Pharmacist on YouTube. That's the name of it, correct? Right, the Wise Pharmacist, or I can be found on Facebook as the Wise Pharmacist, or Lori Wise, or LinkedIn as Lori Wise. And I'm working on a website, which is thewisepharmacist.com, but I haven't got to pull that, finish pulling that together. But yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's so awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you guys too. Yeah.
Thank you. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Once again, I said we, we said that like five times now. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. You guys, what you're doing is awesome. And yeah. continue the mission. Oh, we will. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, everybody listening, don't forget to uh, check us out on uh, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, BitChute, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are finally sponsored by somebody. So Omni Radiation Balancer, check, uh, go to their website or click the link below. And Lori, if you don't know, it's a patch that you put on your cell phone that helps, it basically puts up a field to protect against the harmful EMF you know, radiation. Yeah, radiation yep. and all that stuff. So actually, I saw your advertisement on Gil with Gilliland, one of the one of the yeah, yeah. I was watching. I saw it. I thought that that really does look pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So just make sure you click the link if you're gonna if you're gonna purchase it. And uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, good night, everybody, and we'll see you next time. All right. Good night. Good night.